Hello and welcome to Murph's Tavern. I am massive Simpsons dork Murphy McLaughlin. Every episode of this podcast, we'll talk about a different episode of television series, The Simpsons. Specifically one from the first nine seasons with a couple of fellow fans. We're talking this week about season five's Bart Gets Famous. This is the episode where Bart gets famous. Uh, if you need a bit more detail, he goes on tour of the box factory, sneaks off, goes to Krusty's studio, gets a job as Krusty's assistant, and then becomes the I didn't do it boy. Uh, with me to chat about that episode, we have return guests, Tom Keel. Hello. And Simon Cumming. Ahoy hoy. Um, you that's, know, a Simpsons, that's a Simpsons reference. Uh, I, don't remember, oh. I don't remember from who, but I know that it's from the show. <laughs> so that's why I said it on the on the podcast that's about the Simpsons. You know, Tim Clark does that every time he's on. He says ahoy hoy. No, I didn't. <laughs> Clearly does not listen to Murph's Tavern. <laughs> Whereas Tom, I know you listen of every course. night, right? No. Yeah. No, I listen to the show. I mm-hmm. exclusively do not listen to episodes of Tim Clark. <laughs> yeah. Fair. So, yeah, it's just a thing that I've got going on. Uh, Bar Gets Famous, we just watched it. Um, before we watched it today, what were your memories of this episode? I did not remember why Bart got famous. Oh, I, okay. I was like, <laughs> had no memories. I was like, which of the things is like, I was kind of famous about the elephant thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. If you've made this, uh, I think in the 20 years, what, 25 years since this episode aired, he's probably got famous. 50 times. times yeah and even before this episode aired he'd probably been famous a few times yeah, as yeah. well um yeah. i don't know i thought there was more of him being like famous and like loving it like it comes in pretty late yeah well it's so. not till the so the it's very much act driven yeah this episode like the first act is them on the box factory excursion then mm. him going on the like walking around the studio and i think it ends with crusty saying you're my assistant Right, and then second act is all about Bart being his assistant, and mm. that act ends with um, I didn't do it, yeah. and then everyone outside the studio. So mm. it is just the third, third act, yeah, where he is famous. And even then, like, what? There's probably two minutes of him enjoying it, and then yeah. the rest is him being sick of being a one-line yeah. wonder. Yeah, I think I was mildly confusing with like. Mill, where Bart does not get cast in the Rainbow yeah, Castle movie. Yeah. And it's like Millhouse is... I feel like Millhouse spends a bit more time being famous in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's funny that because Bart is really jealous of Millhouse. I mean, I guess it's a little different because he's a movie star, mm. not a TV star. But it is funny there's no reference in that episode to Bart already having been a celebrity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it has a few classic gags this episode as well. Like the whole Box Factory shit is so good. So good. Yeah. You know what? My note as I took... As I was writing it, I was like, Box Factory sounds to me... Great excursion. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> that over the fireworks testing range and the slide factory, <laughs> toy mean, world. Look, look, those set unrealistic expectations <laughs> for these kids. I think like a box factory would have been a more that would have been like the most exciting excursion I went to on all of primary school. I think. <laughs> what were some excursions you went? You guys went oh, to? Oh, I remember going school. to the zoo. Oh, yeah. that's pretty good. It's okay, you know. But like, but it's something but, but, you can do with your family. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like box factory. That's like you can especially. Actually, you know what we did. We went to the Yakult factory. Whoa! I remember going there. Wow. That was uh, was like in somewhere in Melbourne. But how many kids are drinking Yakults? Well, after yeah. the excursion. <laughs> <laughs> that probiotic. Day, I remember my mum bought it for us for ages mm. after that, I think. You know? You know, I don't it think I'm... really big. It's it really all a marketing ploy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, looking back, there's so many times you're in school where I'm like, oh, that was a marketing thing. Like mm. someone came into the school to talk about a thing and you all got like a free thing. It's like yeah. when they came in and like set everyone up with Commonwealth Bank accounts <laughs> yeah. as like little kids. So then they just grow up and already have a Commonwealth Bank account and you got a customer. <laughs> like you're yeah. paying no interest on their money. An absolute genius play. <laughs> also, you know, religious education. It's just oh, well, people yeah. come yeah. in with a marketing pitch. <laughs> Totally. Um, all my <laughs> listeners are big religious people. Shut up. Um, Ixnay on the G's. <laughs> hey, I don't. I don't know how to pick up. I gotta watch that episode again. Um, and like, yeah, when the yellow painted line around the desk—that <laughs> is good. Yeah, just like follow the line, you walk around my desk, and walk out the door. The animation on like that is so good. Yeah. yeah. I I had a complaint as someone who used to work in you know fast moving consumer goods. I was like. The box factory doesn't erect the boxes. <laughs> that would be so impractical. How would you yeah. move like yeah. full boxes move them yeah. around? <laughs> like yeah. it's like Man. they're definitely. It's I was like, if anything, they made it look more interesting than it might be otherwise. <laughs> also, this box factory would definitely be on out of business. It was so slow. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. why they need to run tours. Maybe they were like. Yeah, Maybe it was yeah, a money yeah. laundering scheme or something. Oh, yeah. That was the original plot of this episode. Bart didn't originally sneak off to the crusty studio. Yeah. He snuck into a room and discovered that. And yeah. That yeah. There was a fat Tony was in there yeah. somewhere. <laughs> but yeah, so Bart does sneak off though. And you've got a few jokes about the wonders of showbiz. You got a good little bumblebee guy joke there, although <laughs> continuity. Yeah, I was going to say, he, um, <laughs> yeah, British. Yeah. It sounds like. Oh. Um, in this episode, and then you see his home life yeah. in other episodes, and he's. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, I was going to say, because it's going to be like, <laughs> is Bumblebee Man doing like. Doing like a minstrel, like a yellow face <laughs> yeah. uh, minstrel show. Well, I mean, it is a commentary on The Simpsons. They <laughs> predicted the future again. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this would not like stand by in uh, present day. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was so weird because it was like, they could have made it, he still has a uh, Hispanic accent. Yeah. But he's like, refined and eloquent yeah. and he's yeah, not like just yeah. like oh, I could, I'm mm. not. yeah yeah he's, I he's think like he could just still like had an accent but I guess it was probably <laughs> representative of the fact that it probably was a white guy yeah. who did not have a Spanish accent doing the voice it's Hank Azaria yeah oh, yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah well yeah, presumably it was just like meant to be a play on those like classical British trained actors yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah but yeah and when he comes in and like takes over the news that's so good yeah um just like pushes him out of the way <laughs> he's just ready yeah. to go uh also aren't they on different channels yeah another continuity <laughs> era <laughs> um wow. i mean they could be at the same f- uh the same studio on different channels that's but they true wouldn't take over <laughs> um, that's funnier then if bumblebee yeah. comes in and takes over from ken brockman and he's not even yeah. the same <laughs> <laughs> but hey, they have established on The Simpsons though that it is very easy to run from one TV show to another. Remember when Mr. Burns took over all the TV oh, stations yeah. <laughs> and he was just like within seconds yeah. running onto the different sets. <laughs> True. Um, but yeah, well, um, Bumblebee Man is on channel Occo, I think. O C H O. Ocho. Ocho. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because uh, yeah, it's when Krusty's like losing in the ratings and he's like, what the hell is... This channel, and then he watches it and goes, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, <laughs> he could have canonically, you know, moved channel though. Maybe there was, yeah, know, a big, maybe they were launching a Hispanic, a more Hispanic focused channel, and they're like, we need Bumble Man, B Man number one. There you go, for the Ocho, true. So, not a continuity error, okay. Yeah. We, we fixed it, <laughs> yeah, but not so much a continuity error, but something a little confusing is what is Krusty's 
show because I wanted this to. <laughs> He's traditionally it's a kid show. Like mm-hmm. that's how like on the series, you know, yeah. Bart and Lisa it has been shown to clearly be a kid show. Yeah. Yeah. But in this episode, it's like a it's like a late night sort of deal and there's only adults in the audience. It's sort of like an SNL-esque sort of thing. However, there is still a bit where I think it's when Bart's showing his friends that he's in the credits and Krusty's like, see you next time, kids. So it's like in this episode, there is still a reference to it being a kid show. So yeah, yeah, that is confusing. That's like, yeah, it's a show for kids <laughs> with a studio audience entirely of adults. <laughs> yeah. Well, to be fair, they were filming during a school day, so... True, but, mm. well, but that would be a great school excursion, you yeah. know? Did you ever go to um, the filming of a TV show? Yeah, we did Sale of the Century. Oh, that's, that's, that's yeah. high end. Yeah, and there was a bit where they accidentally left the... You know how they had the nine the Famous faces. Famous faces, yes. They did, fucked up a take, right? Mm. But they left it turned. And so then yeah. they did it again and the contestants cheekily went, oh, I think I might take that one. <laughs> and then they all laughed. They were like, oh, we'll retake it, retake it. And then she said, well, uh, okay, this time I'll take this one. And they didn't edit it. And when it went to air, um, I nudged my family and said, you know why she said this time? <laughs> like, shut up, Murphy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we were all there. <laughs> Yeah, my f- parents went. To, were in the same class as me. It was <laughs> Billy Madison type thing. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I think that's the only time we went to a TV show as as a school. We did my. Oh, you went as a school. Sorry, I missed that point. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, it was a school excursion. Great. Mm. <laughs> yeah, uh, but we did go as a family to the Adventures of Lionel Woodley mm, nice. on time. Oh, the sitcom. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was cool. We went to the one where uh, it was a good one to go to actually because they're in the apartment most of the time. The Primal Warrior. You know mm. that episode. How old would have you been? Yeah, I was like seven. So it's wild that they would have let you in the uh, studio audience. My mum's friend worked on the show. Okay, so, Tom's yeah. like, I would have bounced yeah. you out. <laughs> Uh, in no time. <laughs> Tom's going to write a letter yeah. to the ABC. <laughs> uh, Dear Colin Lane. <laughs> I would have been like, this show's rated PG yeah. and that kid is, you know, like... Yeah, no, but I actually remember when we got there. I, it, amazing how my memory works. I don't remember stuff from today. Yet I remember this. We went there and the person said, ooh, how old are your kids? Because my sister's even younger. Mm-hmm. And um, my mum was like, oh, six and seven. And she was like, yeah, they can't come in. And then my mum was like, Oh, I'm friends with the producer. Mm. Oh, oh, go where I am. Actually, very similar to this episode where the guy's like, oh, do you work here, young man? (laughs) Then go on Ryan, sir. (laughs) Um, But yeah, what about you, Simon? Did you go to any Oh, I went to the taping. um, Similar situation. My uncle was working on a show. Yeah. And I went to the taping with my cousins and my auntie of a uh, Carrie Ann Kennelly hosted game show. Oh, wonderful. Where people had to like got set little like challenges to like learn talents and i think we were there for taping of episode four and it got cancelled after episode three. Oh, <laughs> i remember this show again yeah. yeah amazing the way my memory works but i remember there was a period in this would have been what maybe late two thousand yeah mid to late 2000s yeah somewhere around there yeah, yeah. where carrie ann kennedy was i think she was having like a comeback um, the Carrie Ann Gennelly comeback KKK that ain't good anyway um, she, she was uh, hosting like two game shows and one was called Greed and yeah. I think that got cancelled after a few weeks and the other one was called oh Moment of Truth 
Yes, I think it was yeah, Pomona yeah. Truth. There you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was like they got random families and yeah. set them a challenge. And I remember one one of them, the dad had to change as many nappies as he could in the space of like five minutes. And he did it at a shopping center. And it was just like random kids. <laughs> Even at, I remember watching me like, this is Jesus. creepy. <laughs> <laughs> so we had to like, yeah, go along the row and like change all these babies' nappies. Yeah. And I remember if they failed the challenge, they got like a ticket to the movies or something. And it was really awkward because you're like, well, you didn't do it, but here's some tickets to the movies. And the family just got ushered off. Yeah. What was, do you remember? What oh, the, the only one I remember was there was a kid who had to got set a challenge to like juggle a soccer ball 20 times and <laughs> and you say the show got cancelled and my memory was that they did not come close you know <laughs> like it was really I was like even as a child not understanding these things I was like I don't think this is good television <laughs> it was just like because they just went on like I think they got like three attempts at it and they got like mm. two and they got four and then they got two again and then it was like, oh, you didn't get it. <laughs> Oof. And um, I was like, there's a lot of build-up well, to the Well, luckily for that kid, the episode never went to ass. Yeah. <laughs> but um, that means they never got the movie tickets. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like so if they're, they're in the movie and then like someone comes in and goes, sorry, we just got advised that your episode never went to air, so we're going to yeah. have to not let you finish this. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I, um, I actually remember there's a bit on one of those episodes that me and my sister quoted for like 20 years where um, the, they're showing like behind the scenes of the, them training for it, right? Yeah. I think there's, one of them was the guy had to... Rem- he was like a school principal and it, his challenge was he had to remember all the kids' names, but maybe at like another school yeah. or something. Yeah. Anyway, during the montage, it was like his son was on the couch and he went, you can do it, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> and me and my this... sister quoted that for years. I'm going to have to look this up afterwards <laughs> and see how many episodes this ran for. Because in I... my memory, it was it ran for three. I, I think it was only like three. But How has this got such a big... How did you even <laughs> watch it? That is I crazy. I don't know why that's embedded in my brain, but yeah. They were a Kerry Ann Kennelly household. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever Kak is doing, it's got to be good. <laughs> um, hey, let's bring out the book. So oh, here uh, we go. There's a few characters in this episode, right? Who do you think they have chosen to highlight as the oh, character it's... for this episode? For Bar Gets Famous, who gets a little biography? I'm the terrible at these. Box Factory Man. Box Factory Man. Everyone it else would have already had them. It is uh, his one and only appearance. Yeah. yeah. I love the bit where he's uh, ju- saying like, now this room is slightly different. Yeah. Oh, wait. We had that removed. <laughs> yeah, I really wanted to know what that thing was. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, where they make TV shows, another non-box related Yeah. Bit. Um, and then he's like, seeing as it has nothing to do with boxes, we will close the blinds. <laughs> and when he's just, he's re- Reaction to when Bart's like, has someone ever lost a hand? And then the hand goes around yeah. and he's like, no, no, I don't know what factory you're thinking of. We just make boxes. <laughs> I liked the joke where they were like, uh, can we see any finished boxes? Like, no, the final <laughs> assembly is done in Flint, Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. so that's Tom's vote. Box factory guy. What do you reckon, Simon? I think I've got to go with box factory guy okay. as well. I can't think of any other like... It's like Bumblebee Man or Ken Brockman. Okay. Yeah, or like, who's the one? Who's the character who's on Krusty's show with the bone and he's had Mo or something? Sideshow Mel. Sideshow Mel. Sideshow Mel. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, Sideshow Mel uh, is not featured at all in this book. 
Whoa. He does not get a biography. And, you know, so um, Rob and Lucy gifted me the massive book, which is 20 seasons, right? Mm. Uh, I didn't bring it to Simon's Place today because it's quite heavy to lug around. But I flicked through that. I was like, okay, surely Sideshow Mel has given, <laughs> been given a biography for one of the other episodes. No. He isn't given a biography for any episode in the first 20 seasons. That seems about right. But hey, fitting for Sideshow Mel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, so it's not Sideshow Mel. It's also not the Box Factory Whoa. guy. They have chosen. And let me just find the episode. Lisa. <laughs> I can't find the page, but I know who it is. Uh, it's Bumblebee Man. It is Bumblebee oh, Man. Shit. Bumblebee Man. His yes. moment of, mm, of yeah. joy. Yeah, that's oh, here he is. Okay, so. His little biography, let's read it. Occupation, international comedic sensation. Uh, Country of origin, Mexico. Talent. Mm. For this episode? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. There doesn't seem to be any reference to this episode in his biography. Because it says, yeah, talent, getting hit, stuck, struck. Oh, here we go. Pinched. Oh, yes. Caught and shocked by various objects and making it look funny. First, oh, first network. Channel Ocho. Ooh. So there you go. Oh, okay. Nice little, not, yeah. All right. All right, book. Um, and pets. The little chihuahua with a head the size of a burnt out comet. His catchphrase actually may be from this episode. He's saying, ay, 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 no me gusta. Tom just did a little uh, face like, are you allowed to do that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, the stuff you have may have missed. Stuff you may have missed. Uh, let's have a look. The tune Bart whistles that Marge finds Jesus annoying <laughs> is the Simpsons theme song. Oh, that's where I know it from. <laughs> now, when I was doing research online, I'm always a bit do- like skeptical of some of the stuff I read. It said that when this episode aired, the Simpsons theme song had recently been voted one of the most annoying theme songs in the TV guide. And that's why Marge tells him off for whistling it and says, Stop yeah. that annoying song. I don't know if I trust that. Maybe no, I could believe I that because I like, feel like parents, yes. like and mothers, would be the ones who read TV and vote in TV yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. So, so this is pre-internet. So this would have yeah, been a yeah. write-in campaign. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> just think of who is doing. That. By the way, Tom and I could see it. I remember. I like especially like now it's you know ubiquitous and like culture. Mm. Like, but when it started, you're like fuck. He's like this new show mm. is so annoying. <laughs> yeah. Um. When? What year do you think this came out? By the way, this episode. Give us a guess. 94. Okay. Simon? 95. It was 94. Yeah. <laughs> Second of March, 94. Um, so, 30 years ago. Yeah. Almost. Um, and you know what was uh, what I thought of watching that? You know Bart's fantasy when he thinks of the future game show? 2034. 2034. That's mm. in 10 years. Yeah. yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, another thing you may have missed. Krusty's audience whoops. Like an Arsenio crowd. Mm-hmm. Arsenio Hall. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I noticed on the game show. Yeah. That that's they, really like, a note, but that's they, just <laughs> something that happened. All those people, like, they really aged those people because, like, yeah, they're still alive today and they, like, don't mm-hmm. quite look like that. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. 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 Who, like, it's like Spike Lee and yeah. uh, who's Billy, Billy Crystal. Crystal. Billy Crystal. I'm like, yeah, I could see them being on a game show in 10 years' time. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> they did well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and the, also like the head in the jar. Oh, yeah. Futurama. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what Someone I was thinking. Someone should sue. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, Mrs. Quimby, which by the way, this is her first appearance. Oh, yeah. Mrs. Quimby resembles Jackie O with yep. her pink Chanel-ish dress and matching pillow box. 
Oh, sorry, pillbox hat. Yes, we yeah. all know who she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. makes JFK's sense. Seeing as how yeah. he's meant to be a host take of the Kennedys. Yeah, so. host Breakfast yeah. Radio in Sydney. Yeah. Carl Sanderlands. <laughs> Actually, the bit with Quimby, uh, where well, that whole sequence where people are getting out of situations by saying, "I didn't do it." Um, pretty funny. Like yeah, that's when Apu's yeah. getting mugged and um, and the ha- the things burning down, um, which I thought was funny. <laughs> they said this is the third time that this, this building yeah. <laughs> not not caught on fire, yeah. burnt down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, keep rebuilding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I thought that's very similar to the Gabo episode where everyone's saying. I'm a bad little boy. And I think Quimby has a bit where he's like, yes, I did use the city fund to uh, murder my enemies. But as Gabo would say, I'm a bad little boy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Similar sort of thing. Classic. I had something that I wanted to say that I didn't want, I want to like have on the record. That you do want to have on the record? Okay. (laughs) I'll keep the mics in there. Which is uh, the bit where they cut back to Homer's music. They're meant to portray it as bad. I think, objectively, his music sounded pretty good. When he's playing it with the one-man yeah, band. Yeah, yeah, with the oh, one-man right. band. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> it was a lot more... I remember it being a lot more twangy and bad. But when yeah, I yeah. listened to it, I was like, it sounds pretty good. Everyone's like, universally, like, <laughs> yeah. he plays one note and everyone's like, that's terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I was yeah. like, to be honest, I think pretty good. Like, yeah. yeah. I um, think I had it confused in my mind with when Homer... Um, it's a flashback when him and Barney are on the gong show and they've got like a big harmonica and the guy's whacking the gong. Yeah. I think I'd merge those together. Um, Because, yeah, he's doing all right. And yeah, yeah, they give him no time. They're immediately angry at him. And also that would be like the level of proficiency he showed at stuff there would be the most proficient he's ever been at anything in the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? (laughs) No wonder he gave up on his dreams. A monkey attacked him and everyone booed him. (laughs) And he was really passionate about guitar. I remember he was like, He's like, oh, Bart, I'll get you a guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, question for you as well. Do you know Conan appears in this episode? Yes. Is it actual Conan? Yeah, it is. Although it doesn't really sound like him. Yeah. I well, was no, like, it eh. does, yeah, but I think that was just what Conan sounded like. And I was going to say that. Like, I think because it was when he first started his yeah. show. So, yeah. And that was also the joke that like his show was a disaster. Like, the ratings were terrible at the start and like almost got axed and no one was watching Jay Leno because um, like, it, like it was the joke that he was really bad and everyone right. was watching Letterman instead because he'd <laughs> like went Carson and the whole yeah, like, right. switch over from the Tonight Show host. Um, yeah, so that's... And, but obviously he used to be a writer on The Simpsons and so they got him in to like do that bit, uh, Conan. And yeah. um, Homer's joke of like, I'm all laughed out by the end of Leno. It was yeah. like a good dig at Leno. And then, um, yeah, I reckon he just would have sounded like he just would have been calmer. And like, if he was like to do an episode now, yeah. it'd sound like Conan sounds now. But that, I reckon that's how he sounded. Well, apparently when they were writing this episode, he hadn't even officially got the gig yet. That's how fresh it was. So, yeah. it is pretty wild, the whole thing with Conan. Like, he was a comedy writer. Mm. Like, he hadn't mm. had any experience... On network TV hosting anything. Um, like, I'm sure he'd done... Yeah, well, he was on mm-hmm. SNL for years. Yeah, but, so. like, just, I mean, he was occasionally appeared yeah. on sketches, but yeah. he was a writer. Like, yeah, very well-regarded and well-renowned writer. But, yeah, he just... When he went to audition for the thing, I think, yeah, all the other writers were like, oh, man, we really hope he gets it, but that'd be wild. And yeah. then when he kept, like getting through more and more auditions and he was like it was down to him and someone else they were like what the hell uh, and it was like 
such a cool thing for comedy writers to be like, oh my God, this guy who's like the funniest guy we know is actually going to be hosting a talk show. Yeah. It was like, this is surreal and so good. Yeah. Nice. Um, but uh, yeah, so when they were writing it, they were like, hey, let's write it in as if he's got the gig. And yeah, he did get it. And, and is the Conan doing a little dance? Is that like, was that canon for like Conan's early shows? Great did he question. do a little dance? Because I remember that bit very vividly from my childhood on the eye they dance yeah. yeah I always interpreted when I was a kid that that must be a thing Conan does because I never had um, I've watched plenty of clips of Conan now but at the, when I was a kid I didn't have Foxtel so I oh, I didn't even know if it would have been on here it was it was on yeah I remember kids at high school um, quoting it okay and um, then be like it was the funniest thing on Conan and I was like ah oh, man I wish I had Foxtel so I could watch Conan <laughs> um, but no I don't know if that was an actual thing that he did on his show or just a, it was something that Simpsons Conan does but I love the animation of Bart joining in as well because yeah. he's just half heartedly <laughs> like <Yeah>. he does. <laughs> He gets told off for dancing, but yeah. Bart doesn't even really want to be dancing. He's just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great. Also, is, is this the maybe the most memed episode of Simpsons from all time of all time? Now, uh, there's got to be more memed episodes, but I did think that while watching it. Yeah, the, probably the, the main one that comes ahead is when they're like, "See the line, Bart." Yeah, I was like, "This is like <laughs> this gets." Frequent runs, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, all year round to this day. Every um, time, every time an article comes out about a young home buyer and how they did it, yeah, and then everyone posts, "Say the <laughs> so, line, yeah. but," and then they post the bit yeah. where it's like with a five hundred thousand dollar yeah. loan from their parents. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, another great joke. Um, when Bart goes missing and they call Marge and she's running from the share <laughs> in the towel and then it cuts to Homer and he's at work running in, in the towel. Yeah, I feel like the line, you'll have to speak up, I'm wearing a towel, often overshadows just the pure hilarity of Homer coming out <laughs> yeah. in a towel, like at work. Like, yeah, that's so good. Um, we've talked a fair bit about this on the pod anyway, so we won't go too into it, but it's been heavily debated online whether Homer saying... You'll have to speak up. I'm wearing a towel. Is just a non sequitur. That's or, a thing. Or if, well, what's your interpretation, Tom? It's like when um, women traditionally would like get out of the shower and would have a towel wrapped around their hair, mm. and so they couldn't hear because yep. the towel was over there. What did yes. you think, Simon? I've never thought about it, but that makes it make a lot more sense. <laughs> and you have traditionally had quite long hair. Have you yeah. ever done that thing? With no, the towel? almost okay. never. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but um, there was a thread on Twitter a few years ago. Where X, oh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, X Twitter, um, <laughs> where um, Josh Weinstein, who's one of the writers on the show, was just answering a bunch of questions, uh, jokes that people didn't never got or never understood. Yeah. And one one person said, "Hey, is the bit where Homer says you have to speak up on wearing a towel uh, just meant to be an non sequitur, or is it because of the tradition of people mm. with long hair?" Blah blah blah. And he was like, "Oh shit." I never got the joke before. <laughs> he was like, I think you're spot on. I think that is the gag. I always just thought it was a silly joke. But yeah, I think you've nailed it. <laughs> so even people that worked on yeah. the show. And the fact that he's bald as well. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. He hasn't got a towel on his yeah. head. Yeah. 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 No. Another great joke when um, Homer's like, i got to go to work. You kids have to go to school. <laughs> Marge is the only one who gets to take it easy. She's like on the floor scrubbing. Yeah. <laughs> that scene has a quite a brutal... When Lisa has the dream sequence of when she's uh, uh, rich and successful and Bart's polishing her awards, she kicks him and he gets impaled on the thing. Like, she (laughs) kills Bart 
like murders him. Yeah, it's uh, like an Aria award. It's like picture yeah. a big tall pyramid and he's yeah. get stabbed right through the chest. Yeah, I think that's quite. A little out of character for Lisa. Yeah. To be like, yeah. It's also not like, quite so brutal. Yeah. yeah. And also, yeah, an eight-year-old should not be fantasizing <laughs> about murdering their Yeah, she brother. does watch a lot of Itchy and Scratchy. So, true. you know. That's true. And then just ev- like Mr. Burns and Nelson randomly being in their house at the end of the episode with <laughs> yeah. no explanation. That, like, yeah. And Barney just walking into <laughs> Burn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Nelson, you can be like, maybe he's like over because <laughs> yeah. he's sort of like he was there earlier in the episode yeah. when he was watching the credits. Maybe he just never left. Yeah. But yeah, come on. Why is Burns just <laughs> hanging out at the door? Yeah. <laughs> Good ending though, where they're all he's doing a, their catchphrases. He's a very hands-on owner of a nuclear power plant, you'd have to say, Mr. Burns. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's probably one thing you can't fault him on. Like, you know, he's out there coaching the softball team. Yeah. You know, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's got a lot of personal involvement with one of his like employees. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, there's the ongoing um, joke on The Simpsons of Burns not knowing who Homer is. Something that doesn't really get brought up as much um, is Krusty not remembering who Bart oh, is. Yeah. There's a great... Oh, it, it, the last episode we did for the pod was uh, last ex- Springfield where Burns doesn't remember Homer and Smithers does the whole thing of like, well, he thwarted your campaign for governor, his wife mm. panted you in the nude, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And Burns like, mm, doesn't ring a bell. Very similar... Um, bit of dialogue in this episode where Krusty's like, thanks, kid. What's your name? He's like, I'm Bart Simpson, man. I saved you from jail. I reunited you with your father. I um, helped your show um, come back. Like, but yeah, yeah, the great punchline of that is he's like, what have you done for, li- for me lately? <laughs> Got you this Danish and I'll never forget it. Uh, I, I like the joke of um, the Krusty the Clown show has been put on hiatus for retooling. <laughs> it's not even the Krusty the Clown show. It's the Clown show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Great. Um, it really is like the Krusty shows whatever it needs to be for the yeah. plot, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's yeah, everything in it's, um, it's like I think it's, I'm pretty sure there's an episode where it's like a sit-down chat show where it's like, you know, <laughs> yeah, got a little yeah. lamp and a like, yeah. comfy armchair and it's like 60 minutes yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, I liked the gag of Barney being on the line on the I didn't do it um, hotline where he's like... Yeah. Oh. I didn't do nothing. <laughs> I like there is a running gag of Barney being brought in to like because he's also I think replaces Krusty at Camp Krusty. Yeah, yeah. And he's also in Grandpa pretends that he's his son when they're out going around selling the tonic. <laughs> so I like that ongoing thing that that's Barney's job, just like impersonator. Yeah, but he's terrible at it. What do you reckon out of ten? Just having watched it, I wouldn't have thought it was like so so high, but. When I think about my childhood, this one like <laughs> actually is like very critical to the childhood. So I think it's got to be it's got to be high. I think it's got to be like a eight point five. Yeah, out of ten. Wow. Nice, nice, Tom. I'll give it seven flaming mo's out of <laughs> ten. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I wanted to add. A, I, I thought I should add it. You know, I would like to give it eight point five unconstructed boxes. Out there of we 10. go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's actually relates to the episode. So well done. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm gonna give it. Uh, eight Mr. Sparkles out of ten. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I had a few um, good laughs at this episode. Um, I think it's just, yeah, a lot of quality gags. Eight, eight and a half. I'll go eight and a half as well. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see what the people online in 1994 thought about it, though. Um, so, on alt.tv.simpsons, um, here, here are Is this a Wayback Machine vibe? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's or still, is this website still The up? website's still active. Yeah, yeah. So, Crazy. they've got these things called episode capsules. And they, um, yeah, um, have like a collection of um, what people 
uh, posted about the episode at, at the time. And uh, here we have Jeff Briskin's review. Last night's episode was, in my humble opinion, second only in badness to Marge on the Lamb. Whoever wrote it must have been reading this group too much because the whole episode was self-conscious references to Simpsonalia. The pacing was glacial. The timing was off. The I didn't do it shtick was so painstakingly obvious and unfunny that it was nearly unbearable. So there you go. That's what Jeff thought of it. Real comic yeah. book guy vibes to yeah. this thing. The, oh, uh, and he also says, sorry, I missed this. I didn't like Conan much. And the episode as a whole seemed a little contrived. My rating, C. <laughs> it really is, seems like he would have given that a D or a fail based on the stuff he's saying. But okay, C, that's average. So, all right. Um, Carl Frank. Well, I've seen worse. Most of the first season, for example, Dead Putter Society. Um, it's actually called Dead Putting Society and it's a good episode, Carl, so fuck <laughs> you. But um, he goes on. It sure was slow in getting started. All in all, this episode was dull. Few references, not enough funny lines and entirely too predictable. You boy. That's what Carl says. And Ron Carter. Hmm, shouldn't this have been titled The Self-Ref Show? I know Bart gets tired of the one line, but do we have to? Ending was all too lame by now. Highlights was Bart whistling the theme song and the box factory. The Conan gag wasn't. Which I think he means it wasn't a gag. (laughs) What? I think he means it wasn't a highlight. Um. (laughs) Can you just imagine? I just realized. Could you imagine that... 30 years ago, the internet, like, it hasn't really taken off. It's just a little technology thing. And you, you're young. You're on the internet. You say some shit about Simpsons. 30 years pass. You're listening to a podcast. And someone recites your, like, terrible review. Hey, Jeff, Carl, or Ron, if you're listening, let me know. Let me know if you want to change your review. Yeah. People getting fired for tweets they sent out in, like, 2011 when they were 14. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, cool. Well, uh, Simon, you want to plug anything? Uh, no. I want to, actually, I want to plug you, Murphy. Listen uh, to this podcast. Follow Murphy McLaughlin. Thanks. On the internet and in person. Um, now, what am I going to plug? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, thanks, man. Appreciate it. It's Tom? No, I've got nothing to plug. And I don't want to plug you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I will still plug some of my other stuff. Uh, MurphyMcLaughlin.com has all uh, my stuff that I've done. So, check out stuff there. And uh, hey, I've been uh, watching a few movies this year. So, if you want to follow me on Letterboxd, you can do that. Huge news. Huge. Check that out. And uh, yeah, as Simon said, review the podcast, um, please. Uh, well, I think that's about it. Thank you very much, Simon. Thank you, Murphy. Thank you very much, Tom. Thank you, Murphy. Thank you, Simon. And as we always say here on Murph's Tavern, Wooza Waza? Is that even what he says? Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>